Before we get back to the show, I just want to say how much we have loved bringing you shows like Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches or the new Earth Rangers Underground podcast, and especially the new episodes in the Six Minutes feed, the ones about the Cyrus Lost Tapes. And this is when I need to say a big thank you to all our GZM subscribers. Your support makes independent audio like this possible. If you're not a GZM subscriber yet, right now is the time to join for ad-free listening, early access, and more. Show your support and learn more at gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Help us bring you more great shows by becoming a subscriber today. And thank you. Hi, and welcome to the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. My name is Jonathan Messenger. No, your name is Jonathan Messengeranium. What? You asked listeners to give you fish pun names, so I'm giving you a fish pun name on your name. And what was it again? Jonathan. Okay, yeah, I got it. Finn is the last syllable, okay. Messengeranium. Messengeranium? What does that have to do with fish? Because a geranium is a fish. No, Bebop. A geranium is a flower. Wrong. Okay, I'm not wrong. Geranium is a flower. What is that noise? That's my new Jonathan is wrong buzzer. I just had it installed. Do you like it? No. See? Yes, you do. You like it. (laughs) All right, well, I don't know how I feel about that, but I do want to say thank you to everyone who sent in their ideas for fish puns. We got more than 100 suggestions. And I will thank those young punsters at the end of the episode. In the meantime, if you remember what happened in the last episode, Finn and Juliana were about to be eaten by the great fish if they didn't come up with something soon. Find out what happens next in the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian, Season 6, Episode 4, Stowaway. As I have said, said the great fish, we have eaten just about everything else in this ocean. So while you think of that, maybe we will nibble on you. The great fish swam at Finn and Juliana, and the tiny dartfish closed in around them. Finn, said Juliana, uh, what's a pun? It's a joke that plays off a word's meaning, said Finn, as he backed away from the encroaching fish. Like, you know, I never understood what lightning was, and then suddenly it struck me. Ugh, is that supposed to be clever? Said Juliana, also backing away from the fish. That's the kind of joke my dad makes. Exactly, said Finn. That's another definition of a pun. Not very funny jokes that dads make. Nothing yet, boomed the fish. Then I guess it's feeding time. Uh-oh, cried Finn, and he and Juliana turned to run. But they were underwater, so they ran about as fast as a turtle strapped to a snail strapped to another turtle. Hey, said Finn, as one of the dartfish dove into his shoulder. This isn't going to work. We can't outrun a fish underwater or even outswim a fish, said Juliana. What are we going to do? Finn couldn't answer because five fish swam at him all at once. He fell to the ground, 
kicking up a huge cloud of sand into the ocean water. Hey, cut that out, said the great fish. Finn grabbed another handful of sand and did his best to throw it up into the water, and he and Juliana used the cloud of dust to disguise them as they made their way back to Plant Body. Hey, hey, I have a name for you, said Finn. How about Barry Cuda? You know, the name Barry, short for, I don't know, barreled or something. And then, you know, Barracuda is a type of fish, so Barracuda. Barracuda? said the great fish. The dartfish paused to see what their boss thought of that name. Never heard of a barracuda, or anyone named Barold for that matter. I think you're making it up. Not good enough! Juliana threw two more handfuls of sand in the air, and she and Finn continued to move as quickly as they could back to the seaweed. I have one, she yelled. How about Rudolphin? Rudolph is a great name, and everyone loves dolphins. Dolphins are a mammal, not a fish, yelled the great fish. How dare you? A dartfish swam through the cloud of sand and clipped Finn behind his knees. Finn fell but kept crawling, tossing sand in the water. How about, how about Gilbert? Like Gil? Yeah, I get it, said the great fish. I had an Uncle Gilbert. Well, there you go, said Finn. That's perfect. No, I didn't like my Uncle Gilbert. And do you want to know why? Because he was always a little crabby. Get it? A little crabby. See, that's how it's done. That's how you land a pun. Nailed it. How about Swamwell or Swamwella? Said Juliana. What? Said the great fish. Uh, sushi. Oh, so now you're going to try to eat me? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, said Finn. Juliana picked Finn up and turned to face the great fish. This is ridiculous, she said. Your little fish are too small to even eat us. Look! Juliana pointed at her left hand. One of the little fish was nibbling on the thumb of her spacesuit, not getting anywhere. Stop it, Seymour, said the great fish. You're embarrassing me. The little fish swam away. Oh, Seymour, said Finn. That's pretty good. It's true that my little friends may not be able to eat you, said the great fish, but they are not the only fish in the sea. The great fish opened his mouth again, revealing rows and rows of sharp teeth ready to chomp through their spacesuits. Fish face, fish body, you're back! Finn spun around. They had distracted the great fish long enough and had made it back to the edge of the seaweed forest. Finn had never been so happy to see a plant in his entire life. Do not call me that, said the great fish. See, nothing has changed. It was pointless to come back here. The great fish turned as if to swim away. How, wait, the, the great official fish, said Juliana. The great fish paused. What did you say? The fish licked its lips as though getting ready to snack. Juliana took a step back. The official fish, she said. And why would I want to be an official fish? Isn't every fish officially a fish? No, said Juliana. You don't get it. The official fish. Get it? Official? Official, said the great fish. Official. Ah, that's genius. Of course. Finface, said Plant Body. What is Fishface talking about? 
Finn explained to the seaweed why the great fish had deserted them and told Plant Body that the great fish now had to be called the official fish, or else the whole problem would start all over again. Fine, said Plant Face. Though I don't see why he doesn't like my name for him. It's very dignified. Finn and Juliana said their goodbyes and got back into their explorer pod. The great fish towed their pod to a glacier where they were able to chip off a large chunk of ice. They also scooped out their waterlogged pod and then shut the hatch. They weren't able to get out all the seaweed, but they figured they could deal with that once they were back on the Marlow. Finn set the coordinates, pressed the launch button, and they were headed home. You know what's weird, said Finn. No one on the Marlow could see me, but for some reason, Plant Face and the official fish could. What's up with that? I was going to say the same thing, said Juliana. I don't really know, but just in case something has changed, you better hide when we get back. If the adults can see you now, we're going to have a hard time explaining to everyone who you are. Especially my mom, said Finn. When the pod returned to the Marlow, Juliana carried the large chunk of ice into the engineering room. Finn followed closely behind her, but stayed outside the room, and in case anyone could see him now. But thankfully, he was still invisible. So he didn't get yelled at like Juliana. The adults were furious with her for having stolen an explorer pod. But when she placed the ice atop the battery, the bright white light darkened, turned purple, then a pale blue, and then there was barely enough light to read by. Juliana had saved the day. After the grown-ups had finished celebrating the fact that the Marlowe wasn't going to blow up and congratulating Juliana on her quick thinking, she was summoned to the captain's bridge. The door opened, and there was Captain Caspian, alone, standing in the middle of the room. So, Juliana, she said, come in. You saved the day. This space station owes you deep gratitude. I owe you my own deep gratitude. I was busy buried in an instruction manual while you were thinking much bigger than I could. Thank you for that. Juliana smiled and nodded. It's no problem, she said. I'm sorry I took the explorer pod without asking. It's just that no one was listening to me. And you came up with this solution all by yourself, said the captain. And you learned how to fly the explorer pod all by yourself? And you handled all of those aliens all by yourself? Juliana could see the look on the captain's face. Captain Caspian didn't believe that she could do it. Yeah, said Juliana. It was all my idea. And I didn't know how to fly an explorer pod before, but it's not so hard. I figured it out. You didn't have any help, said Captain Caspian. No, said Juliana. And I know what you're thinking, and it wasn't my dad. You always think that my dad is doing something bad, but he's a good guy. And he's just as angry at me as everyone else for taking the pod, probably more. I'd be seriously grounded if I hadn't, you know, saved the entire station. I'm not mad at you, Juliana, said Captain Caspian. And like I said, I'm very grateful. 
And no, I don't think it was your dad who helped you. Oh, said Juliana. Then who do you think it was? Tell me, said Captain Caspian. Who is that? Captain Caspian pushed a button next to her captain's chair, and on the large screen in front of them, Juliana could see a video feed of the hallway outside her compartment. There was no one there. It was completely empty. Except there was a ball of seaweed flying up and then coming back down, almost as if a boy was tossing it up in the air and catching it. Uh, said Juliana. I mean, ah, an alien must have followed me back. <laughs> All right, I am here with my son and editor, young Griffin Messenger. Say hi to everybody, Griff. Hi, hi. Hello. All right, Griff. So let's talk about the episode. What'd you think? Uh, good. Good? Uh, what did you think about the various fish puns that our listeners submitted? <laughs> good. Yeah, you liked them? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all so much to everybody who sent in so many great ideas. Really awesome. Thank you so much. Any questions that you might have, Griffin? Isn't it bad that Finn has seaweed? Oh, you mean like that he took something back from an alien planet? Yes. Oh, that's a good question. I, I mean, the seaweed could be like part, it might not still be alive or it could still be part of plant face plant body. Yeah, that's true. I guess he could have a talking ball of seaweed there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, we've talked about this before with like invasive species taking something from one place to another can often cause problems. Yeah. Right? Uh, and if that's an alien, that could be an even bigger problem. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll find out about that, I suppose. Yep. Did you have any other questions? Uh, are you going to see what's happening in, like, the future, Marlo? Like, when our story was taking place before? Yeah. With, like, Finn and Vale and Elias and mm-hmm. Abigail mm-hmm. and Voltronix and Foggy mm-hmm. and all Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, do you think that we should? Yeah. Okay. I want to see it. All right. Well, maybe, I don't know about next episode, but an upcoming episode, maybe we'll flash forward and see what's happening with the Finn that was maybe left, if Finn was left behind in the future, uh, see what's happening with all of those people. Did he disappear like he thought they disappeared or? Yeah, I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. It could be anything. Yeah. All right. Any other questions? No, I don't think so. All right. Then what time is it, Griff? Joke time. All right, it's joke time. All right, first up with jokes is our pal Caleb, who's five from Boston, Massachusetts. Which Shadai can go to the grocery store for us? In a cab! <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Caleb. And now, Ella and Andrew. My name is Ella, and I live in Hoboken, New Jersey, and I'm almost seven. And this is my brother, Andrew. And we have a joke for you. Why do space parents spend so much time learning the alphabet? Why? Because they spend so much time at R. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you all so much. Okay, and I also want to say really fast thank you to everybody who sent in a good fish pun to us, including Jackson, who's seven from California, Zahara, who's nine from Long Island, New York, 
Theo, who's five, from Kennett Square, Pennsylvania. David and Andrew from San Francisco, California. Our old pal Amelia Shriver. Cameron, who's 10, from Perth, Australia. Kai, who's from Petaluma. Ansel, who's 7. Reese, who's 4. And Adele, who's 21 months, from Mentor, Ohio. Isaac, from Ibiza, Spain, who's 9. Gavin, who's 10, from Ontario, Canada. Annika, who's 6, from Linwood, Washington. Ariel, who's 8, from Brisbane, Australia. Brothers, Deegan and Rowan. Kanan, from Montreal, Canada. Harrison, who's 11. Elizabeth, from Vancouver, Washington. Ben, from Thomasville, Georgia. Amelia, who's 5. And Nora, who's 3, from Shoreline, Washington. Ethan, who's 8, from New York. Dina, who's 5. And Lily, who's 8, from New Zealand, a town that I will not try to pronounce. <laughs> Aotearoa, New Zealand. And that is probably the worst pronunciation I've ever done. Georgia from Roseville, Minnesota. Our pal Espen. Oliver from Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Theo from Montclair, New Jersey. Donovan, who's eight, from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Our pal Serafina. Our pal Mithil. Bobby, who's six. And Johnny, who's three. And David, who's one and a half, from Spicer, Minnesota. Happy be early birthday, Johnny. Cooper, who's nine. And Jonathan, who's six. Amelia, who's five, from San Antonio. Tori, who's ten. And Avery, who's seven, from Fort Collins, Colorado. James, who's six, from Cambridge. Nathan, Drake, and Regan, from Westchester, Pennsylvania. Gus, who's eight, from Oakland, California. Micah and Idan, from Evanston, Illinois. Yiram, who's nine. And Yeden, who's six, from Buffalo Grove, Illinois. Theo and Tessa, from Wellington, New Zealand. Ash and Case. Kahal, who's five, Beatty, who's eight, and Seamus, who's ten, from Wellington, New Zealand. Our pal Soren, Jack, who's six, from Sunnyville, California. Mark, who's eight, and Melody, who's six, from Williamsville, New York. Connor, from Greenwood Village, Colorado, who's nine. Oscar and Anita, from Portland. Lucy, who's nine, from Vernonia, Oregon. Ellie, who's ten. Noah, who's seven, and Allie, who's five. Taylor, from Niceville, Florida. Our pal Alicia, Ariel, who's eight, from Brisbane, Australia, Felix, who's seven, from Red Deer, Alberta, Canada, Gavin, who's eight, from Maryland, our pal Sean, Nola, from Fort Worth, Texas, Sebastian, Taylor, who's eight, from San Jose, California, Luke, Felix, from Phillip Island, Australia, and our old pal Mo. Thank you so much. All right, because that list was so long, we're going to thank our artists next week. All right, Griff, with all that done, any other questions or thoughts or anything you want to talk about? Uh, no, I don't think so. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Griff, for, for uh, all your awesome questions. Thanks, to everybody, for sending in their art, jokes, and fish puns. And without further ado, Griff, you want to say bye to everybody? Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye-bye, everybody. All right. Thank you for coming back and having more fun with us this week. Thank you so much for everybody who sent in all of those amazing fish puns. Thank you. That really made my week. I have the best email inbox in the universe. And if you've been sending in our I promise next week, we will thank you. 
The Alien Adventures of Fincast is a Gen Z Kids production written and produced by Jonathan Messenger, edited and guided by Griffin Messenger, with special thanks to Maria Villanueva. The music you hear at the beginning and end of every show is by Mark Greenberg, recently voted the nicest human in the multiverse. Our cover art is by Sir Ian Dingman. For more shows for the entire family, go to bestrobotever.com. And if you like what you hear and you want to support us and help us make new shows, go to patreon.com slash fincaspian. If you have signed up for our Patreon, we are getting our RSS feed issues sorted. We're going to be sending out new stickers and new everything very, very soon. Thank you so much for all of the support. And we will see you next week. I just wanted to do that again. I wore winter boots every day for two years. I hate climbing trees. I'm Deborah Goldstein, host of the podcast The Big Fib, and half of those statements were indeed fibs. On every episode of The Big Fib, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert and the other is a liar. And it's the job of our human child contestant to help us figure out who is who, because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. We've had episodes on everything from Minecraft to mythology and from Lego to libraries. Join me and my robot co-host, Lisa, on The Big Fib on Apple Podcasts or on gzmshows.com.